Hi beloved and welcome to season 3. I am so glad and I am grateful to God for this opportunity to be able to do this again this season. The Lord has been faithful and he will continue to be faithful. I am positive that the Lord will continue to speak his truth to us every single time. And thank you for always listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for engaging with the word of God in your life. Thank you for obeying that which he tells us to do um, through his word. God bless you. Also, this is the 25th episode of this podcast and it's a huge landmark for me. I am grateful to God for the grace and the strength to be consistent and thank you for always listening. It's been encouraging. God bless you. Okay, so today I want us to look at a story in the book of Esther. The book of Esther chapter 3 and the the major focus is in the first six verses. I'm not going to be I'm not going to read because you know of the um, limit of time that we have together. But in that first six verses, we see that a man called Haman, he was a noble person in, in, the, um, in the kingdom of King Xerxes, and the king decided to elevate him, promote him above all other officials, and the king gave a command that every person should kneel before him and pay him honor. And so all other king um, officials, especially those at the gates, would do this. But there was one man called Mordecai, who was the cousin to the Queen Esther. He refused to do this over and over again. The king's officials would tell him, Neil, you said, no, I won't. So they, these king officials decided to talk to Haman to see if Haman would allow the behavior. But Haman was absolutely enraged. And Mordecai said, I'm not going to kneel because I'm a Jew. So Haman decided, okay, I am so mad. I'm not going to just punish Mordecai for not doing this. I'm going to as well kill all the Jews. Now, Haman is a man or was a man that is full of pride and arrogance because he would only take a proud man to be so enraged by the fact that one person refuses to kneel before him and because of that choose to annihilate a whole nation. Also, I I had to ask myself, why did Mordecai refuse to bow before Haman? It was a simple instruction from the king. It seemed harmless, right? But that is how it always seems when the devil is just trying to make us do something that God doesn't want us to do. It always seems harmless at first. Mordecai refused to bow before Haman because he was a Jew. And Jews, one of the commandments of the Jews is that they will not worship any other God except the God Most High. So Mordecai's refusal was because he was not going to worship a man. Haman was wanted to be worshipped. He was full of pride. He loved the attention. He loved to be worshipped. Now let's bring that into our lives today. How does this relate to us? You know, we, we probably don't have to kneel before anyone anymore or worship anyone. But really, is that the truth? I don't think so. I think that every one of us, one way or the other, have people 
or systems in our lives that stand like harmony, demanding that we worship them, demanding that we do that which they want at the expense of our obedience and faithfulness to God. Sometimes it's a man, it's maybe the boss at work or a superior or a supervisor asking us to cut corners at work. And sometimes it's the system in an organization. Sometimes it's the society. And unfortunately, every one of us as believers find ourselves in a society, whether you're in Nigeria or not, that is full of corruption, full of lies and full of deceit. And every single day we have to make a choice whether to walk in this path or to obey God. It's always a hard choice to make. So I don't want us to trivialize it. But it's a choice we have to make every single day of our lives. And I believe that that's why God is bringing us to talk about this today. Now, these systems of this person sometimes, they threaten our jobs. They threaten our businesses. So if you don't do it this way, you would lose your job. If you don't do it, do what I'm telling you. Your business will suffer. Sometimes it threatens our relationship with people that we care about. Sometimes it threatens our families. Sometimes it threatens our livelihood. And sometimes they threaten our very own lives. Just like Haman in this story, they threatening the life of Mordecai and threatening the life of the whole Jews. They even took it a step further. They didn't just threaten, he put it into action. And a law was made that by the 12th month of the year, all the Jews will be killed. Every one of them. Now, these people or these systems, these amans that we see around us, put us in a position where we, we have to, they make us think or believe that we are choosing between life and death and they are life and choosing God is death. They make us believe that if you do anything outside what the system requires, what the status quo is, you can't survive. You can't live a life. But this is a lie. Because they come up with that idea of everyone is doing it, so why are you not just doing it? You know, that's what the king officials were saying to Mordecai. This is what the king has commanded. Everyone is doing it. You should do it too. But this man refused and we have to do the same. I'm not saying the choice is easy, but I'm saying the choice is important because it is really a matter of life and death. But this time, life is in God and death is in obeying the standards of this world. See, we can choose to accept the temporal things of this life, the temporal goodies of this life, but it always ends up in eternal death. But we can choose God and sacrifice some of these things that people seek after. But we are assured of eternal life and eternal pleasure. Now, we have to choose every single day. Do we respond in fear to the threats of the Hamans and do their bidding? Or do we disobey them and honor our God? This choice is dependent or influenced on our ideas or our answers to the following. The first is who we prioritize. So in your life, in your business, in your relationships, at work, who do you prioritize? Do you put God first or do you put others? Do you put put your boss first? 
do you put what people will say about you first? The next is, who do you fear? Do you fear God or do you fear other people? Do you fear the one who can take your job away or do you fear the one who can take your life away? Who is God? Who do you think is your source? Who do you think is the source of provision? Is it your job or is it God? Is it that person that gives you money from time to time? Or is it the Most High God who is the owner of all things? Who is your source? And that thing we need to ask ourselves is who do we think is our refuge? That is, who do we look for? Who do we look to for protection? Do you see God as your source of protection, as your refuge? Or do you see man as your refuge? Do you see that job as your refuge? Do you see that business as your refuge? Do you feel like it's only when I have this business running that I have a shelter over my head, that I have clothes on my body, and I have food to it? What do you define as life? Does life mean to you having plenty to eat without God? Or does it mean finding satisfaction in God, whether there is plenty or not? And finally, which life matters to you? Is it this passing, temporal, mortal life? Or is it the eternal, immortal life that is in God? Now, we have to understand that the Amans really... They are threatened by audacity. Haman was threatened by the audacity of Mordecai not to bow before him. So when these people respond with threats, they are only responding out of fear. And so they try to oppress us. But we have to understand that when we choose God over them, God will fight for us. God will definitely make a way for us. Yes, you may lose that job. Yes, you may lose that contract. But the Lord will replenish that which you have lost with much more. Jesus said that for everyone who gave up family, houses, wealth for his sake, they will be rewarded in folds, hundreds of folds. They will be rewarded with much more. And so as believers, we always have to make this choice. It is the hard choice, but it is the necessary choice in our walk with God. Thank you for listening. And please share this with someone who needs to know that the Lord is with them. The Lord has given them the power to make the right choice. God bless you.